that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I was Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast. A news and politics podcast. And not the bullshit one that Snapchat just started. Fuck you motherfuckers. Yeah, and when we say Good Luck America, we actually mean you're probably fucked America, but we're going to be slightly optimistic anyways. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, Snapchat created a podcast? Snapchat created a politics and news show called Good Luck America. Oh, okay. Screw that. We got to, yeah. we got to. By we, I mean someone else has to uh, g- get the name rights here. Copyright this shit. They should have checked beforehand. Yeah. We, we need an intern dedicated to rights and name usage. In the meantime, if people just want to tweet at Snapchat yeah. and let them know. Fuck you, Snapchat. Just- but don't snap at Snapchat. Fuck Snapchat in general. Make sure you use other social media platforms to let Snapchat know they suck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't use Snapchat. And just let them know that, hey, there's already a show with that name. I mean, and come on. maybe they should quit being dicks. And maybe this is why their stock is tanking. Hey, Sam- Olivia Hydar is here, too. Hey. Hi. I, I don't want to get too far into the podcast without introducing our guest. That, that is would me. Be, Hi. That would be quite a dick move. Uh, yeah. You know, it might be funny. Hey, this episode goes up on Monday. That means Olivia is on Unpopular Opinion this week. Hey, it's true. We're talking about China on this week's yeah. Unpopular Opinion. It's pretty heavy it. stuff. Yeah. And uh, this is not going to be pretty heavy stuff. No, nothing, nothing heavy or serious no, about voter very, suppression. This is all very lighthearted <laughs> today. We're talking about rigorous voter suppression. Just really hardcore. Really hard. They're really into it this year. It's happening in the South. I yeah. mean, it's happening everywhere, but especially How come Republicans in the South? aren't more honest about I'm, I mean, that's a dumb question to begin. But just be like, yeah, we don't want people that aren't Republicans to vote. Just say that. Just say that for my own sanity. Because that's against the law. Yeah, they can't say it legally. They have to do it in secret. But that is basically well, what this is all about. Yeah. Secret. If you're not voting Republican, how can we fuck you over? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, that's been the Republican strategy for <laughs> a long, long time. Like, at at the very least, since 2010, when they took control of Congress, and it happened in a year where whatever party controls Congress that year gets to redraw district lines. Yeah. And they did this massive effort to redraw these districts so they would end up skewing Republican. And if you look at these maps, it'll be like a perfect square, and then this, like, fucking island that penetrates up like five miles more yeah. and like just an arm reaching out to grab more republican voters for that area <laughs> yeah you know this is something that it's not just i mean this it's been going on hardcore for the last 10 15 years right but like this is part of the deep republican strategy since nixon in the 60s right. and before like with uh during the civil rights movement gerrymandering becoming like a huge thing in order to you know group 
uh, black voters together or split them up in ways that are beneficial to the Republican Party. Right. That's just one element of like yeah, gerrymandering. Exactly. Is... Yeah, gerrymandering's like the most legal part. Right, right. And, <laughs> and then, then there's the shit we're talking about today. Yeah. And then there's also the other shit where like in certain sections they give less voter polls, you know, make it more difficult to vote. Even oh, yeah. If you yeah. are registered, yeah. you have to wait in line. Here, here's one of the things I don't understand. Um just in general with voting, why do so many people go to the actual voting polling stations? Why aren't people just mailing in their votes? Like, that's what I do. Is there a disadvantage to me doing that? Well, there's probably a lot of things that go into that. It's probably an education thing. Yeah. For one, like not, I don't, I doubt that everyone knows, like if we're, if we're in the era where we're letting people who voted for Trump slide on the, oh, I didn't know he was bad. <laughs> I'm not holding every voter to knowing that vote by mail is a fucking I mean, option. Because I think it's literally a checkbox when you do your voter registration. I think that's it. Yeah, is, but, but there's, uh, I feel like it was never taught to me as like a equally valid form of voting in almost a way. Right. You know, it's like it almost has seen like go uh, in a lot of places, at least where I was growing up, like going to the polls is what you do to vote. And if right. you don't, then it's like. You, maybe it'll get counted. Maybe it won't. Well, yeah. I guess there's that kind of possibility. Drop it off if you don't drop off your your ballot at the election station. Like I drop mine off at the post office. There's a chance that there's like a shady guy at the post office that's pulling out. Well, not just people. that, but those votes don't always get counted. Right. Like, or they only you, get counted if it's like really close. Yeah, they get counted if they need it. Yeah, exactly. But who's deciding if they need it? For one thing. And yeah, and. and so it just, just always felt like culturally. Yeah. Like, uh, like even it, filing a provisional ballot. Which, until recently, I will say. Like now, yeah. I feel like the needle has kind of swung to where uh, mailing voting is becoming a much more popular and a lot more people are starting right. to like do and it. And early voting. Exactly. Early like voting that. and all of that. I think because the internet has made a lot of that knowledge more available. Uh, and yeah, and people yeah. are more active. And don't take me saying, oh, sometimes those votes don't get counted as saying don't vote if that's the way you're playing. Voting by mail is better than not voting Yeah, voting by mail. And if you show up at a place and they tell you you're not registered to vote there and that's not your polling place, just fucking ask for a provisional ballot. It is your right. And that's that's how I voted in the California primaries just because I couldn't get to downtown L.A. Right. So I just walked across the street and voted in Burbank and they gave me a provisional ballot and I got – I actually got a card in the mail a few weeks later saying my vote had been counted. Well, let's keep in mind, Adam, you're a middle middle aged white guy who looks like he could potentially vote Republican. So Well you know, that's that's the thing. We'll give this it, guy a pass. Well yeah, and well, that, that sounds it if, sounds if, like if, you're joking, but that's not if, if right. you looked different. Uh, or a different age, different skin color, uh, those people might have given you a little more difficult of a time. Yeah, I think that's a thing that we're going to see yeah. in this election for sure. Definitely. My only real issue with mail ballots, you know, I didn't check my mail for eight or nine months there, and I missed one of the special election ballots, but inside the ballot, you still get the I voted sticker, so you don't have to truly earn that sticker. I can just walk around well, the, with the I, I voted sticker. I feel sticker. like the sticker is beside the point most of the time. I, like, I don't know if everyone shares your opinion on that. Really? I yeah, think most I, people just I, want to post that I've I I've never voted. worn the sticker. I don't oh, give a man. shit about the so sticker. So yeah, many people go out of their way to wear the sticker. I hate the sticker, and I don't <laughs> care about it. We uh, One of the articles that we looked at for this is a 2016 article on RollingStone.com called The GOP's Stealth War Against Voters. And it talks a lot, it's a good article because it talks a lot about the system that they're using 
or that a lot of states are using to purge voters. And it's called the cross-check oh, I thought it was called system. the system of the keep the man down. That no. I mean, that again, illegal. They can't call yeah. it that. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, this latest tool, it's election officials in more than two dozen states have compiled lists of citizens whom they allege could be registered in more than one state, thus potentially able to cast multiple ballots, and that makes them eligible to be purged from the voter rolls. The system is called the Interstate Voter Registration Cross-Check. IVRCP. Right? For life. Just making it as (laughs) bland and... Yeah. Based on that, if my memory serves me correct, didn't either Jared or Ivanka... I think it was Jared. He was registered to vote in multiple states and like in one of the states as a female. Steve Bannon was registered There are multiple of them where their voters were all... They should all be banned based on this. Well, yeah, but again, you're yeah. expecting. Yeah, common sense logic doesn't apply. I know. Yeah, it's you're banging your yeah. head against the we wall. We just have to operate on the fact that Republicans are hypocrites, and then just move forward yeah. from there. So, yeah, the interstate voter registration cross check program. It's being pushed by Republicans primarily. That shouldn't surprise anyone. What's really shady about it is they keep their list of people they've kicked off these voter rolls private because their argument is these people might be criminals and therefore this is an active investigation can't wait till i can break out of jail and vote twice (laughs) (laughs) and but that so there that's their argument is we have to keep these voter rolls private because it's a criminal investigation and there's 28 states that share their voter lists to make sure that the system finds suspect voters cross-check supposedly matches first middle and last name plus birth date, and provides the last four digits of a social security number for additional verification. You're not going to believe this part. You ready? I'm ready. Cross-check lists disproportionately threaten solid Democratic constituencies like young, black, Hispanic, and Asian American voters. What? Can you believe that? No way. Wait, The okay. This totally above the board Republican investigation. Right. Wait, it negatively impacts minorities yeah minorities who are democratic voters and also criminals obviously and and criminals sure sure that's nuts i can't i can't believe i'm surprised uh so basically what they're doing is trying to fix a crime that doesn't exist nobody goes to two states to fucking vote that's That's, insane or let's let's pause there even if somebody does the numbers are so minuscule right that it is because as soon as you say nobody, somebody's like one out of nine million people did well, it, and also people did. Fuck? Steve Bannon, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably people like that. And here's the thing: Rolling Stone actually got access to one of these states' uh, list of voters who were purged, and that state was later like, mm, "That was an accident." But whoops! By that point, they had sent it out. And this is a quote from this Rolling Stone article. So far, Crosscheck has tagged an astonishing 7.2 million suspects, yet we found no more than four perpetrators who have been charged with double voting or deliberate double registration. (laughs) That's such an insane Steve Bannon was one of them. Yeah. And think of the money that's being spent. Four out of seven million. Well, that's one of the things I, I was thinking about as, as I was reading these articles. The amount of money and the amount of effort and the amount of resources that go into, like, cross-checking or trying to weed out all these voters. 
what if we put half those fucking resources into opening more polling stations and making voting easier for people? Well, like, but more that's not, they don't want to make yeah, it easier. Why would you make voting easier for the people who are going to vote against you? What would be really crazy is if they took all this money and put it into doing better things for the people who they want to disenfranchise, yeah. which in turn might cause people to vote for them. Which almost used to be almost used to be the Republican like ideology right. was hey, fuck everybody else, but we're going to take care of you. And now it's just fuck everybody <laughs> yeah. else and also fuck you. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're going to make you feel like we're going to take care of you, but also fuck you. Yeah, I mean, we're just like our fuck. We, we're going to say fuck you to the same people that you say fuck you to, but we're not going to help you. Right. Yeah, it's it's bad times. Yeah, hate it. So the thing that's causing all of this uh, aside from racism and fear of losing elections, is there is a really specific change to the Voting uh, Rights Act that happened in 2013. There was a specific section of the 1965 Voting Rights Act that was shot down. It's called Shelby County v. Holder. And it's kind of a complicated ruling. If you want to Go read a really good article about it. It's on Vox.com, appropriately titled What Was Shelby County v. Holder by Janae Desmond Harris. And basically, it requires states in certain areas to get approval before they make changes to their election process. And that's because those states were disenfranchising voters in the 60s. And that is very much against the law. Hey, Adam, were a number of those states in the South? They sure were. Get the Chad. fuck out of town. Yeah. The way it worked and the, the reason this thing got kicked out is they came up with this formula, like a mathematical mm-hmm. formula, and they ran your state's information and details through it. And if your state came in under a certain threshold, you had to get approval before you right. changed your voting laws. And I, I imagine a lot of it had to do with racial demographics and things like that. Mm. In 2013, someone took this to court and argued that that formula is outdated now and that Congress needs to update it. And the courts agreed and said, yes, Congress, update that rule. And Congress said, do something, get the fuck out of town. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So we've been waiting since 2013 (laughs) for Congress to rewrite this formula that will ostensibly make it harder for them to suppress votes. So, yeah. Weird. No Russian. It's uh, crazy that, uh, you know, maybe the president could have, like, lit a fire under people's asses to maybe make make that a priority. Yeah, you would think. They haven't updated this formula, which means you would think with that ruling, they'd be like, okay, but you also can't change your voting shit. Right. Until that formula's updated. No, No, of course not. Exact exact (laughs) opposite. They get to make whatever changes they want unchecked until this formula is updated. Well, yeah. do you think if the Democrats uh, take control in the midterms, there a chance of uh, this being sped up? I would certainly hope so. Yeah, I mean, sure. No, I I have very little uh, confidence in the Democrats getting anything done. I think if but... enough people complain about it, yeah. maybe. There's just I, so many things to complain about. I would honestly— This is a big one. Yeah, I think if they manage to just not let things get worse, then that would be their yeah. major accomplishment. I mean, I would argue this is one of the biggest things to complain about right now. Yeah. Because voting is the only tool we have 
Voting's like kind of our last, uh, yeah, last line of defense here. We got Trump out there, like literally praising congressmen who admitted guilt of assaulting journalists. Yeah. By the way, that congressman that assaulted uh, that journalist body slammed him. One of his uh, uh, punishments is community service. Isn't that what fucking serving your people is? Like, I'm sure he argued that in court. Yeah, he probably just has to go to work. Yeah, exactly. So. This there's an article on ABC News. There's Man, actually all the fake news websites this week. There's actually a lot of articles out there. Uh, this one is called "Dramatic Increase in Voters Purged from Voter Rolls Between 2014 to 2016." If you can believe that, and what it's about is how after this Voting Rights Act changed, yeah, or Voting Rights Act change happened. Weirdly enough, all of those states that previously had to get their voting process changes approved just started purging people from their voting yeah. voting rolls in record numbers there was a report from the brennan center for justice you know the one that found that BCJ. between 2014 and 2016 states purged almost 16 million voters That's... imagine purging all these voters and still losing the popular vote by millions of people <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's pretty insane. But they also knew that they didn't have to purge the vote in order to win the popular. They just needed to get the electoral college. Right. And that's a 33% increase over 2006 to 2008. And that outpaces both population growth and growth in total voters. So it's three percent is. Yeah, that's that's a big. <laughs> that's such an enormous portion. That yeah, it, and it's not it's not a number that you can just attribute to there being more right people. It's not. But, it's definitely not like just some statistical anomaly. Right. To get thirty three percent. And they they found that areas that Shelby v. Holder released from being subject to preclearance had significantly higher rates of purging voters. Surprise! <laughs> so basically, we wrote a law, in, or we changed a law in 2013. We're waiting for Congress to finish that change still to this day. And in the meantime, Republicans are using that loophole to suppress votes. Mm. It's, it's bad times. And it's, yeah. The thing is, when we say 16 million voters, that doesn't mean... All of them are people who shouldn't have been purged because sometimes people move, sometimes people right. die, uh, things like that happen. But when you get into the numbers, especially when we're going to talk about Georgia next, it's mostly people who shouldn't be purged. Right. I mean, well, when you talk about the sample size from the the you know fraud act that we talked about earlier, you know, you got four people who are actually committing fraud over. Out of seven million, and we don't even know if those people are deliberately committing fraud or it's right. like I used to but live like, in this state we, and I registered right. somewhere I, else. But yeah, but even if they were, that's still only four out yeah. of seven, and out of sixteen million. million, like there's no way. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Georgia. They have a law. They have one in particular called the Use It or Lose It Law. And basically, if you haven't voted in the last two election cycles, they kick you off. That's this is really the one time where the name and what they're what they're calling it actually kind of fits how awful and shitty it is. Right. Uh, because, yeah, this is, I mean, it's just... Basically, in Georgia, there's a site called LetAmericaVote.org, and they did an investigation into Georgia's uh, voter purges. 1.3 million Georgians were removed from 2013 to 2017. And here's the thing. 
around 417,000 were legitimate. Yeah, people die, people move. Yeah, just stuff like that, which, remember, I said 1.3 million. Right. How many yes. registered voters are there in Georgia? I don't, Let's just purge them all. Let's just eliminate yeah. Georgia from the vote. Pretty much, yeah. Great. The, no one's opposing. So more than 850,000 were removed simply because they hadn't voted in the last two election cycles, which that is... That's what that's a thing that's you're seeing that on Twitter now where people are like, oh, my God, I just checked. Yeah. My registration and I'm not which for the record, if you haven't voted in the last two election cycles, <laughs> I mean, but here's the welcome thing. to well, the party talking about blue waves or red waves. There's there's people now that are like, there's no I'm not going to vote. My vote doesn't matter. Like Obama's going to win again. Palin's not going to get in or whatever. And then uh, and then this last time people were like, no way Trump's going to win. And now people are scared shitless and be like, oh, shit, my vote really does matter. And they're yeah. getting cycled out. The people well, that are now empowered to vote who are probably they, more when, likely than not to vote anti-Trump. I uh, didn't understand. When they say election cycles, are they just talking about presidential election cycles or the uh, – I think it's local yeah, I would assume annual. Because that would be then a lot different than just you missed the last two presidential elections. I mean. Right. Yeah. And it one of the things that's most maddening about this is Brian Kemp, the dude who oversees this system, also running for governor Not right now. Not a conflict yeah. of interest. Yeah. He's a dickhead. Nothing wrong with that. And he's running against Democrat Stacey Abrams, the first black woman to be nominated for governor by a major political party That's in the United States. Disgraceful. Really? Yeah. Wow. Sometimes I think we're progressive and then other times, nope. Oh, we're not. Well, when it comes to women, especially not. Yeah. Like that, we've got a long, long, long way to go, especially women in politics. My God. There's still hottest female politician lists that pop up all the time. Even that's 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 a fucking problem. So yeah, this fucking Brian Kemp, he has put fifty three thousand voter applications on or voter registration applications on hold under this exact match policy, where if your information on record with the state at the DMV is written one way and it deviates at all from what's on your voter registration. They put your application on hold. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Brown. There's only one D in your middle name. Uh, we're going to have to take you off this list. Well, it, it, yeah. it could be so much as your license has your full name and you put just your first and last name right. on the voter registration. So, yeah. So, Brian Kemp should be disqualified <laughs> from running for governor. He uh, sure should. He should be illegal. He should be jailed. Uh, yeah, yeah. For life. And He's this is a terrible person. This is this reminds me of the 2000 election, which we'll talk about in a yeah. second, uh, where the the person running George Bush's election campaign in Florida was also the chairman of yep. like the the voting. I don't even remember what her role was, but she was overseeing voting in that state. Also, the governor of the state was his brother in right. Florida. Yeah. Was the, it, it was like so the election oversight committee in Florida or something, yeah. right? She was the chairwoman. Right. And yeah, it, it happened nuts. in Ohio in 2004 also. There was the the person overlooking or overseeing the elections in Ohio was basically a Trump. Yeah. Or a, a Bush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably Trump now, but he was basically a very much pro-Bush right. guy. It's all, it's, all, it's all bad. It's all bad because uh, you want to be able to vote. So definitely go do it. Yeah. No and matter it what. Just is, again, can't be stressed enough. The candidate 
has suspended votes right for himself like again that would maybe vote against himself right or likely vote but like it's just like the candidate suppressed the <laughs> yeah votes. and this is in a, <laughs> is he the front-running candidate for his it's party? a very tight race yeah, it's close they're they're running for governor he's he's gotten the nomination yeah he's winning by at least fifty three thousand votes <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing in a state like this big exactly like, like even with Trump, like he didn't win the states that he won that won him the election. He didn't win them by that much. Right. And that's what made me so angry about people who are like, mm, I'm in a red state. My vote doesn't matter. Trump won because he flipped a bunch of blue states and they went red. Your vote fucking matters. Like, yeah. ugh, people get out and vote. <laughs> what are Nazi then? Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of the fun things that's happening in Georgia right now. This just happened a couple days ago. They've already started early voting. That's yeah. why it's called early voting because you started early. And there was a group who volunteered to take a bunch of senior citizens to vote, mostly black senior citizens. It should be noted. Hmm. And someone from the fucking county showed up and stopped them and made everyone get off the bus. And their argument was that there was a conflict of interest because a registered Democrat helped organize this bus trip. Meanwhile, the candidate for governor is overseeing the election, the voter purging system. What the fuck? Yeah, this is straight fascist. Uh, yeah, stuff. this is there's no there's no even like facade of democracy to this. This is pure fascism. Yeah. And they, like, even the, the senior citizens' home that they worked at tried to make this excuse where they were like, oh, well, we weren't that comfortable with letting them leave with a third party anyway. But Jeez. you had let them leave, and yeah. then the fucking and also, Georgia election they're officials- They're fucking children. They're yeah. fucking adults. One woman got off the bus and just drove. Yeah. Because, <laughs> good for her. Yeah. What a just hero. Just hijacked a car. And that lady, <laughs> I'm amazing. What thing I'm doing? I need your vehicle. Beating the shit out of somebody <laughs> with a crutch. But yeah, these are adults. They can get in exactly. whatever fucking bus they want. And Georgia literally stopped this bus from taking people to vote. Ugh. That is that is voter suppression. Uh, some of the things you can do to avoid this, vote for one thing, yeah. then you're definitely not going to get kicked off for not voting. And it's just kind of a cool thing. Just vote. Yeah. Vote. Everybody vote. Get on the bus. If a fascist stands in front of the bus, run him over. Exactly. God damn. That bus driver would have had every right, honestly. Yeah, he would. He was on a much more important mission than- Maybe the bus driver tipped him off. Could be. I mean, yeah, who knows? Who knows? So there are a few different places you can go to check and see if you're registered to vote. Vote.org, rockthevote.org if hey. you're feeling 90s, uh, and uh, headcount.org. Just literally- Adam, you want to check your voter registration status right now? I checked it like a week oh, ago. Oh, I was just curious. And I have, I, I have my mail-in ballot, but also it's right across the street, so I'm yeah. just going to walk over there and vote. Nice. Nice. Don't you call me out. I, have you checked your I didn't, voter I mean, I got my voter status. mail in the ballot, too. Um, and I do the mail thing because I live in a not-white neighborhood. So voting is a very long wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is a thing not they do. Not doing a bit. Like, it is that difficult is a, to vote in my neighborhood. That's another way they suppress votes. Oh, There's, yeah. like, a polling station right. in poor neighborhoods. And yeah. then you get out to where I am. 
I know of at least two voting stations in walking distance from where yeah. I live. Right, you live in nice. I live white in Burbank. Burbank baby. I live in the third densest black community in Los Angeles. Yeah. So yes, it it probably is. Yeah. Significantly <laughs> harder to vote. And man, voting should be a national holiday. It's so insane it's, that yeah, it's they not. do that in uh, Australia, and it works out really well. It should be that way here. Uh, for people sure. go vote, and then they go to the bar and get drunk. And, and watch the election. Yeah. Go out and vote. If you get a postcard asking if you still live in that state and if you're still planning to vote in that state, send it back. Yeah. And say yes. Because I know you shouldn't have to. Right. Like, that this is happening is bullshit, but you might have to. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking ignore that card. And if, if nothing else, just go vote and ask for a provisional yeah. ballot. If they tell you you're not registered to vote in that location, say, I think I am. Show them your ID. They will give you a fucking provisional ballot. Here's the thing. You don't have, you like never kowtow to fascists, but they're counting on you giving up when you encounter any of these obstacles. Right. And do you guys get texts from various organizations being like, hey, it's whoever representing whoever. We're just wondering if you plan on voting yes or no on proposition whatever. Fuck no. And yeah, you, you no. don't? Because I, I wonder what checkbox day, at some point I, I must hit some checkbox to get these texts, but I'm always hesitant to reply to them because it's like, why? No, I'll just fucking vote. You yeah, there's probably some cute girl with a clipboard on the, the, the Third Street promenade that stopped you. That was pro-chemtrail. <laughs> like, just go make sure you're registered. And if you're not registered, register. A lot of the sites that let you check your voter registration will also walk you through and What's the cutoff? Updating October it. 22nd? Uh, it's going to vary by right. state. City to city, state to state. So you'll have to look that up all on your own. Well, this comes out on the 22nd, so fucking just drop what you're doing. Yeah. And register now. And if, if your deadline has passed, move to another state. So where did all this come from? Obviously, the 2000 election. Bush. Blame Bush. The Supreme Court elected George Bush, yes. for one thing. And what what that election did is it... It, it kind of rallied Republicans around this idea that maybe if we start shaving votes in more places, we can win yeah. everywhere. It showed them that they could. no one was going to call them on their shadiness. And right. So they could just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it to where it's at the point now where they're stopping buses in Georgia. And yeah. Actu actively preventing voting. Yeah, we should have all taken to the streets in yeah, it's 2000. Nuts. It really I was on behalf of Al Gore. <laughs> I was 13, so I couldn't really Yeah, do much I was uh what I, would I, I definitely been? was I I stayed up all night watching the election though. It was nuts. Yeah, I was 16. Yeah, I was in my early 20s and I voted and I just I remember I remember all of that so well. And yeah. It was just like, "Oh man, this is bad." All of our all of the like public responses to bush like all of the protests and things were that was such a period of ineffective and just yeah completely uh yeah just ineffectual pr uh protest it was really sad my high school and they did the, the you know the school vote and they announced it, it's like 217 votes for al gore 312 votes for bush one vote for pat buchanan <laughs> and that was you that was me and wasn't it because he said Foreign people should learn to speak the language. I talked about this at the time when I was talking about small town mentality. I'm like, yeah, everybody should speak English. This makes sense to me. In the 10th grade when I've never met a person different than those that I grew up with. Yeah. Far oh, I thought you about. hit, Al, wasn't it you hit Pat Buchanan because you meant to hit Al Gore? 
Isn't that the thing about the hanging chads? If you oh, oh there yeah. was like a thing where the name was confusing and yeah. a bunch of people voted for the wrong. It's a bunch yeah. of people like said they voted for Pat. Buchanan, oh yeah, because Pat Buchanan had a disproportionately high number of votes in that state. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. But yeah, this that's where all of this. Yeah, it really ties is. back to is so much of the like the depressing parts of the modern world are just you can draw a straight line. Yeah, a few breaks to George yeah. There w. could be Bush. like a fifteen episode Ken Burns documentary. There should about be the two thousand fifteen episode documentary yeah. about that about and just how it reverberates throughout our yeah throughout history even today. World. Yeah. So if Al Gore won, do you think George Bush would have done a documentary about how global warming was fake? No, no but I'm also not sure we would have invaded. Iraq after 9/11. Right. He would have like we would we just wouldn't oh, have invaded anyone. Oh, you mean because the people that attacked us on 9/11 were mostly from Saudi Arabia? That's yeah. We might have actually taken some sort of act. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those. But things. we're sure gonna take them down over this murdered journalist. Oh, what's no, that? Our president just praised our own congressmen who assault journalists. Yeah, he wishes he could kill journalists easier. When when it comes to Saudi Arabia, there is no president that gets a pass. In any, yeah, everyone nope. in nope. even sort of a way, like Not Obama's even a little bit. One of Obama's last acts before leaving office was to block nine eleven victims' family mm-hmm. members yep. from Suing. being able to sue Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just as a country should be ashamed of our leadership in Completely. general. Yeah. As and our align, alignment relates. with them is based on needs, not, based on oil, not yeah, yeah, not values. Right. Oh, America, good yeah. luck. Right. <laughs> that was good. And one. we high five. I, I didn't. I didn't participate, so I wasn't going for the high five. But uh, I appreciate being included. You earned it anyway. <laughs> so that's our episode this week. Oh boy! Just make sure you check that you're registered to vote, and if you're not registered to vote, yeah. Or if you think you should have been, fucking. I'm sure there's a link about what to do if you've been purged from the voter rolls on those websites. Yeah. And for fuck's sake, vote in the midterm elections. I don't care what color your state is. I don't care if you think your vote's not going to matter. Fucking vote. Yep. Arguably the most important election of our lifetime. People always say that, but for real. Well, we're getting down to it now. Yeah, when it comes these to last. Trump. These Listen, last there's only a couple elections left. Yeah, these last couple elections like, are going to be really important. It's like 2016, 2018, 2020 are pretty much uh, the defining elections of the next 50 yeah. years of American history. So, I used to I used to if send out American history Christmas cards from the Onion to people. The Onion used to put out Christmas cards. And my favorite one was it was Santa Claus standing on a broken off piece of glacier and it said, happy next to last Christmas. <laughs> and that's how I feel about this election. Yeah. It's like, fucking live it up. You yeah. don't know how many more times we're going to get the vote. Good luck. What's left of America. Yeah. Or if it, like in 2020, we'll be doing it via text or something. And it's like, yep, that's secure. Yeah, totally. We'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> the president uses the presidential alert text to everyone. Yeah. Do you like me? Yes or no? <laughs> Download the Trump app. It's the only place to vote. It's going to be a lot harder to gerrymander in like 40 years when everything's underwater, though. So yeah. That's an upside. That's true. Underwater polling stations. They'll have those in the rich yeah. neighborhoods. Yeah, really, yeah. Uh, did you guys do a special episode about the new climate report that like the Earth only has like, or like humanity only has like 20 some years left? We didn't talk about the entire. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We didn't. Listen, I've been listening <laughs> to Jim, Jim Cornette's various wrestling podcasts. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's way more important. No, we didn't uh, talk about 
that in particular, because it's being talked about so much already. We talked about why Trump hates wind energy so much in particular. Yeah, I saw a lengthy debate in Discord about that. Yeah, well, it's because he built a golf course in Scotland Mm -hmm. in 2006, and they put a wind farm up, and he didn't like it. So he's been tweeting about how wind farms kill birds, but sometimes... Birds kill wind farms. When people are like, fuck wind farms, go nuclear. I'm not saying not go nuclear at all, but like wind farms aren't hurting anything. Maybe a couple birds. Right. Like, fucking put up some wind farms. Damn it. Yeah. 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 It's it's a whole other argument. <laughs> we made it, everybody. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. You can get bonus episodes of the podcasts that I record and all kinds of other shit for just $5 a month. Go do that. And give this podcast good ratings and reviews on iTunes. And October 27th, Hollywood Hotel, live, performing under the influence podcast. Chet Wilde almost died at one last year. Yeah, I don't think I can come back. Is this a Saturday or a Friday show? It's a Saturday. Sounds oh. fun. Thank God I have Phil Collins tickets. Sorry, oh, no. won't be there. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be under the influence of... The smooth sounds of Phil Collins' pop vocals. We do a, we come out, we we do stand up sober, and then we go get fucked up and record a live podcast. And it's going to be with me, Quincy Johnson II, Jessica Singer, John Fahey, and Matt Brousseau. What drugs are you guys doing? And Matt Lieb is hosting, but Matt Lieb is sober. So he's going to be like the babysitter that night. Oh, he's the, the Caitlin. Yeah. Of this show. Pretty much. What drugs are we doing? I don't know. I'll probably just eat a weed brownie or something. <laughs> Big one, though. Olivia, what do you got to plug? Uh, well, I think I'm going to be on the Popular Opinion main podcast at some point. Yes, uh, this week. This week. Uh, so check me on that. And also uh, check me out on Twitter at Hi There, Hi Dar. It's H-A-I-D-A-R. Uh, and I talk about a bunch of bullshit, just like voter suppression. So, Chester. Hey, if you like me this week on this podcast, you can hear me at this exact same place, exact same time next week on this podcast. Mm. Also on the Unpops Daily on Mondays, which mm. also came out today. We're talking about what we're looking forward to and not looking forward to. Mm. <laughs> Mixing up this week. I got Phil Collins. I got some sports stuff. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Olivia, yeah. say goodbye. Bye. Chet. Chickity Chet, the Chinese Chetster. Why you got to be racial like that? Just because I'm squinting doesn't mean I'm Asian. Oh, oh, my, oh, God. My, God. oh my God. Goodbye, <laughs> everybody. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>